Good afternoon and welcome to this Sunday broadcast. Um, well, the Lord would have it that I didn't make a broadcast ahead of time for Sunday. And so this must be um, designed in this way because every other day has really been organised all into next week. Um, so that's really good. Still a couple more to do to finish off next week's broadcasts. But do tune in so that you can hear them. And we will begin. Well, today was a really moving service. I didn't expect to feel this emotional. Um, I'm going to tell you because I think it's important to talk about it. So I ended up in tears. I can't really tell you all of the reasons why just a lot of um, realizations about everything with regards to the way our country is moving so quickly the way that things are being taken on um, <clears throat> the differences and the changes that are being made uh, just a, a lot of different things just the presence of God really um, and the Holy Spirit um, and then like bringing that all together as well um, standing there today praying and um, you know just saying you know just let me glorify you God make sure that you know whatever I do I'm doing the best that I can to honour you and to do that with my own level of ability of course as we are each called to do today we talked about parenting and this has been coming across a lot um, let's look at today's particular um, scripture so that we can look back on this and do a bit of meditation with it. Now when we do this on the broadcast it is for meditation so you're not going to hear the order of the actual mass that is done by the priest at the mass but we're going to look into this on the broadcast and see it as we can see in the the liturgy of the day and um, that can be read now um i'm a very kind of simple about this i know this is the church i know this is a wider church but in the actual church you know i do um go with that i think it's important that of which saint paul says um but we do have to understand that god is above all and god will make the the choices god's will will come through overall and the, thy father's will be done however we do go with that with the holy scripture and the holy spirit working through saint paul and what the messages are there with regards to women or men speaking at church and of course the deaconess as we know that type of um, behavior is acceptable but it's a very very fine line because it has to you know i mean phoebe was the first deaconess if you think about it in the scriptures of that kind um, in terms of you know who St Paul drew to so it's very 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 much of a fine line with regards to these things so we're going to go to the liturgy and um, let's just have a look at the prayers again for today so that we can go over this in a little bit more detail so it was Acts 10 when Peter entered, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter lifted him up, saying, Stand up, I too am a man. And Peter opened his mouth and said, 
Truly I perceive that God shows no partiality, but in every nation anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. When Peter was still saying this, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the word, and the believers from among the circumcised who came with Peter were amazed, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles. For they heard them speaking in tongues and extolling God. And then Peter declared, Can anyone forbid water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked him to remain for some days. And then the psalm was Psalm 98. O sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gotten him victory. The Lord has made known his victory. He has revealed his vindication in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the hands of the earth have seen the victory of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Stop. So this was the day's psalm. Now you know that I didn't look ahead to this to say, well, maybe I did look ahead. I don't know. I can't really remember. But anyway, in any case, I didn't open this up to make a broadcast on this until today. But we do know that yesterday, what was planned and prepared actually on Friday, <laughs> let's just make this clear, on Friday, before anything, and if we want to look at even the election or anything else, any other type of look victory you might even think of, long before that, God's victory, and even through this, God's victory always is, and things are always working out, so it's not necessarily related to that. But it was before that on the Friday that I made the broadcast for yesterday, Saturday's broadcast. I do believe either Thursday or Friday. I made it for Saturday. Anyway, but it was well ahead of time and it was already proclaiming and claiming the victory. But, you know, we've done that um, all along. And here we talk about this in Psalm 98 about God's victory. And remember that, that it is God's victory. The second reading was from John. It was 1 John chapter 4. Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God. And he who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God for God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the expiation for our sins. And then the gospel is John 15, 9 to 17. I'm going to read that in a minute. So I was looking at this and... For the first time, you know, I stood up and I have made particular statements that are very, very strong and these have come forth on my social pages, media pages, like Facebook, even to the point of cutting people off and all the rest of it and making it just a page of what would occur as statements of things that are really important. Not looking to, um, I suppose, 
to be social in a way, not looking to um, make friends and influence people. I've done all that I've had, huge amounts of um, friends on my pages, I've had huge amounts of links, but I was called to do that, to cut down everything, to make a boundary and not to do things for the sake of um, like worldly influence, but to do it for godly influence. And so the other day um, I had to give what is known as tough love. Now, tough love is something we need to be very careful with. It's not something you just go out and you just do. But for years I have been giving this like, oh, I love, I love it all, you know, I love everything. And that is the overall godly love. That is what, you know, love stands for, the page love. Um, it is an overall guiding love that God has for all and it asks, of course, people to, to be drawn into God, but they have their own will as well. And it's understanding that and having faith for all that and how things work out anyway, right? However, me, <laughs> as a 24-7, every single day, every moment of the day as a parent as well, but honing that in God because God is our main parent even although we may not be able to see God in the flesh except through us and our own acceptance depending if we accept God within ourselves in that way but we know that it is even more than these limits or these bounds of, of what we are in the earth but it goes beyond that but God in that way even that goes beyond and above over and above all that so into the unseen is our main 24-7 parent. And so I know that's what I have to hone. And so I know that goes beyond just maternal, biological parenthood. I understand that, like God, who is our main 100% 24-7 parent, that that's the kind of parenthood we need to align to. That means that we go beyond in our spiritual life, that we can pray for every single person. And that is in the um, sense what goes up. I'm thinking of the incense here and you know how that kind of symbolizes our prayers um, going forth to God. Well, these thoughts don't just go to God. <clears throat> they go out into the world, as we know. Well, being able to discern that in the right ways, not always up to God, not always up to us. We can um, put something out which is really godly and divine, but a person in their own body, with their own mind, choosing God or going against God can interpret that in an entirely different way than the godliness that is intended. And we need to be prepared for that as well as spiritual and earthly parents. Also, in this overall big love that you might talk about, and let's look at this, what I was talking about, tough love and being very careful about that, about how we do that. It's taken me many years to do this, to give this level of tough love. And I speak and spoke on terms which were not normally my terms, but that certain people on a certain level will hear and understand and comprehend it. Sometimes certain people within a certain place that need to hear it in a certain way will hear it 
and that type of tough love of that being put out there is enough to actually perform the duty that God willed for in that to break people off the chains of addiction for example and put God first. This can be through cutting people off online, it can be through making boundaries, it can be through only broadcasting and allowing people to come to you when they're ready. It can be um, saying something that certain people that maybe you don't say in your own daily life, maybe not a word you normally use, but saying it so that it's going to cut right to the core and stop what is going on. And mine was, I despise junkies. Now, do I really? No, not 100%. No, I don't despise junkies. But God wills for people to be set free. And it got to the point where if you would go out in our town at times, you would see people in situations where you giving them money or you giving them things or attention just wouldn't do it anymore. And God does not will for those people to suffer. And therefore, in the words of um, the priest who I also mentioned, please get this right. Um, you know, and the way that I express and explain this with the Lord is going to progress and ascend in time. He's a very good priest. Um, uh, but I mentioned on online about this, how I do listen to him certain times and sometimes he'll say things and it's just like whoa but it helps us to um, get to the next level it helps us to maybe even state something and that builds us up as a church together as a people together right um that's a priest that's not in this country so i'm just I'm just going to make that clear just (laughs) because it started almost manifested today in the service. I'm like, no, it's not this priest I'm talking about. Like, it was like, well, he said something that that was really like, you know, you know, it it pushed me to explain the spiritual parenthood and our fathers being the main parent and all the rest of it in heaven. So it pushed me to kind of like, make that alignment with the catholic church which is all about you know uh the works of the spirit and not just the corporal works or like the you know the actual like active kind of things but looking beyond into the the truest form which is that of god and the spirit and holy spirit right so it kind of pushed me to do that anyway so it did have a good outcome but it did kind of manifest in like almost in his kind of um, way where it's never manifested before he is like he's a great priest um who i always love to to listen to so um our priest here uh, that's not who i was referring to in my my actual typed up thing online but we all are part of the same body we just have different roles and sometimes when something can be said you can think oh that means like the priest like christ or does that mean the priest here or does that mean all priests no and there are slightly different ascended positions and different ways of doing things and there are people in different places and so I'm not referring to the parish priest the parish priest is uh, really uh, good although today as I say for the first time my words manifested and it was a bit like oh wait I need to uh, talk on this so in any case it still has 
done exactly what I said anyway and manifested the, the word has become flesh and that it's allowed for ascension in, in this point here which I'm telling you today about. So that's parenthood um, I suppose speaking from a, a slightly you know different place and almost like a Marian aspect but a godly aspect for the god you know the tabernacle of God allowing that within our lives as spiritual mothers as well that's not an easy thing for me to just do and I was like I want to take this off because I don't like I absolutely love and care about these people right I don't want to say this but it was like it it was God's will it's God's will that nothing else was working to the extent like just loving and just being like oh you know I love them anyway no matter what they're gonna do yeah that that is true but God doesn't want that addiction over their lives God does not want them to be what what their words might be that they use to describe these um, types of situations they don't God doesn't want them to be alcoholics or junkies and again it's a word that certain people will get and understand even if it's not one myself it's what God willed to be said to break their chains all right amen it's tough love and again it's not a prescribed thing that we should just do all the time it's not something that you do unless you have a lot of prayer in and unless God wills it again that was very tough for me to do I'm like oh my gosh I do not want to say this but I knew it was going to be the only thing that would help to change and um, make a change to people to set them free and to give them a better life right so I don't want that for people I don't I don't want to see people on the streets in air not because of vanity not because like um you know I'm just I have like a certain way that I want things not because um of anything else I don't want that for them I don't want that for their soul or their body because their body is a gift from Christ their body is a gift from God and that's why I don't want to see them in that position not for my um necessarily although it is like we do like to see things nice neat tidy and people to be happy enjoying themselves etc we don't want people to be overly um acting on that and pretending or being pretentious about that we don't want to see that either and uh, we want people to be truthful but ultimately we we do want people to be able to break free from these things so we don't want to actively encourage it and sometimes that means that it might take a word like that it could be it could actually be like a lot more tougher than that uh, i guess some might say that's not tough at all that is just like you know nothing but in comparison to the way that i usually am i guess it could be perceived as tough love right that's gone out there it needed to be done it needed to be said um and that's it and so let us um, go to this next point that, sh- that will be made as well. <clears throat> so we've talked about the, the main parent, we've talked about 24-7 in God and the most important um, is spiritual, um, godly aligned parenthood. So uh, who God chooses and obviously in the spirit 
um, parenthood isn't covetous. It's not someone who says, I'm going to do this and I'm going to push you aside and I'm going to be the main person. That is not God's will. God chooses who that is. And no matter what man tries to do, um, through links with the Antichrist, because we know the Antichrist tries to steal, kill and destroy, right? So if a parent is aligned in that way with the Antichrist and doing all sorts of things, trying to be covetous, that does not make them the parent just because they've done that and they've um, tried to steal or cover, covet that child um, and, and push out someone else because that person isn't giving them a particular... Uh, let's say um, worldly kind of flesh type of thing that they want in a lustful way if someone's standing you know in alignment with God and saying no because you're not in alignment with God no I create a boundary the person that's created the boundary in God through God called by God that's aligning with God is that chosen parent not the one that's being covetous so we need to also look at parenting and what parenting actually is beyond just the seen world but we need to go into god's world we need to go into this holy spirit to understand and discern and be very very careful because there are so many complex issues in the world today with regards to who's aligning themselves with god and who's aligning themselves with the antichrist and we have to be very very careful in our discernment okay so I'm going to go to the next part, which is John, and it's the Gospel, John 15. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what the, his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. This I command you to love one another. So again, that love looking different for different um, parts of God's will, the different paths that people are on is going to look very different. It is not always going to be um, <clears throat> lovey-dovey words. And God, through Jesus Christ, wasn't always lovey-dovey with his words. And I, that is one thing maybe I used to be. And, you know, I I have to understand there are various people with various needs. And there is many exorcisms which might need to be carried out. There are different things. We all know that's done by the priest. But if the priest is in me and over me, hmm, I'm going to do that if called to... But I'm also going to be in alignment with um, the church as well about how that's done. So ultimately, I put God first. I don't um, say, oh, I'm Paul's or I belong to Apollos. <clears throat> I say I am God's. And so therefore, I take my um, you know, authority from God 
and then um, also put that into alignment with obviously between divine and the temporal laws too. So what's happening, we'll allow um, the, the priest to continue to, to do that in particular ways where there might be like specific rites and they maybe have to read out or do certain things like that. But us as a people should be able to, to do certain um, things like that too. And you'll be given those words in the way by the Holy Spirit to help you with that. But there are some prayers and things out there like the Archangel Michael prayer, as long as we're not doing it to puff up the angels, um, because we have to be very careful that we don't do that and we always put God first. Um, so let's bear that in mind. Um, but it will look different. So that, that type of love is going to look very different according to God's will and the needs of different people. Sometimes it can be very lovey-dovey. Sometimes it's going to be very tough. Sometimes, I mean, not like really tough. <laughs> you know what I mean? But again, in a very careful way, not in just over the top, not in a superficial way that's just crazy or anything stupid like that. But to the degree which God calls for it and the strength of which God calls for it as well. One of the, the things that I did as well is I spoke to a friend online. I don't keep up um, with what they're doing because I've got to be very non-distracted. I've got to be very much in God. But if God brings me to something specifically, then I'm possibly called to speak on that as well. And so one thing that was called was is that she had people, you know, obsessing as I had people obsessing. She was expressing this that folk had been speaking about her and so therefore maybe they had been making up gossip with regards to her or something like that but in any case it wasn't accurate to the actual reality. So I had to let her know, well listen I've never had a conversation about you in my entire life, not that I can remember, but we did go to dancing together so perhaps um, someone said oh such and such is going up to do that or do this but no, we've never had like um, a conversation as far as I can remember at all about this person, in any case, certainly don't talk about them at all. Um, until now, <laughs> hey! I'm not even going to mention her name, so there you go. Um, but in any case, um, so she'll be kept private. In any case, I had to comment on something and just, you know, back her up on this. And um, she had made a point of also stating in one of these things, you know, I think something to the effect of is it just yeah I can't remember what she said let me see I'm not going to read it out but unless someone confronts you to your face it's just like jealousy or it's just you know this or that or whatever or obsession or whatever but the thing is people can still try to confront you to your face if they are obsessive and they shouldn't and so what I made clear was is that no actually that is that's true to a certain point however no, no one should just expect to actually get to speak to anyone or to approach them or address them in any way, shape or form. We must make sure that we do maintain boundaries. If there are people that are being creepy or obsessive, um, you know, I did say that, you know, it's a restraining order and a jail sentence that they need not a chit chat. This is true. Um, you know, this is tough love. We need to be able to say to people that, you know, it's a different thing if it happens to be like your family or you need like help about this and you're not getting help and maybe it's really serious. It, that can be something where people can bring these things up but we need to be mindful of the fact that perhaps we don't know all the things that we think we know or maybe one member of family says something to us about something but it's not that way or that's just one perception or they maybe, you know, you just don't know, right? 
but um, sometimes we can take things literally where we just need to kind of maybe step back and say, is this really the case? How am I hearing this? How am I perceiving it? Take it to God and go to God about it and put God's view on things first. That's really important. I've learned that as well. Um, but ultimately, with regards to just like random people, like, nobody should just be, um, you know, gossiping and making up things uh, with people, especially like folk that they don't know. And so that should be obvious. Um, so very, very important um, that, you know, we give that kind of boundary and border. You don't and you shouldn't just approach people unless God's brought you to, to do that, right? Sometimes God will bring people into our lives that do need help, that will approach, but that has to be discerned through prayer time with God. And, and we must create boundaries as well. And that is something that, that um, you know, that priest did say as well. I do 100% believe that. Okay, so, and again, not talking about my diocesan, uh, not talking about my parish, priest there talking about another priest all right so um i'm really thankful for for our parish and our parish priests and, and the bishop there again i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna make any idolatry because i've got to put god first but yeah i'm really thankful um and for everybody there today and all the cleaners and things as well. I was thinking I was tempted. I was tempted to take on look that as well. I know it sounds really down to earth, but I, I do like doing that at times. And someone was there today who was doing that and they were also <clears throat> doing the, the Eucharistic ceremony as well, which is nice. Okay, so I am going to have a look here to we may need to re-look at that though I'm just thinking of that is that St Paul I've got like St Paul ears twitching up saying that was nice but that isn't really uh, appropriate but then again um, we have to look at how things are um, you know moving and changing as well it's nice but we need to maybe think about it so what's coming up um, next week Thursday is the Solemnity of the Ascension of the Lord um, that is coming up um, very important on Thursday as I explained earlier on and here we are just getting to one o'clock on Sunday that's interesting so the ascension um, is good we will do a particular extra broadcast on here and um, for ascension Thursday as well all that being said finishing off here um, with this and 31 minutes 43 before going on and blessings have a great Sunday